welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today our guest is Jeremy Han. Now, Jeremy is a board advisor, an advisor to C-suite executives, and, and a corporate strategist for scaling up businesses. And that's what we're talking about today is uh, leadership and leadership aspects of scaling up businesses. So, Jeremy, welcome. Hi, Ross. Thank you for having me here today. And just, just for people to, what, what it basically is, do you do in general terms for scaling up? What's that scaling up mean? Right. So scaling up is actually a methodology um, that focuses on helping companies to grow and grow sustainably, right? And to achieve exponential growth, right? We work on four areas. So people, strategy, execution, and cash. These are what we call the four decisions that a company needs to get right if they want to scale. So my role as an advisor to the C-suites or the board and working with them and their teams is to really implement this system into the company, build that foundation, that team of leaders, their way of thinking, their way of running the business and help them to scale. Help them to scale up. Yeah, I guess right. when a company's growing, it's the ability to actually go with that flow and prepare yourself for growth rather than just realize you're growing and then try to do something. But by then you're probably diminishing <laughs> your growth spurts disappear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, under, understand. Yeah. So, that's like the natural life cycle. Of things, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I think the, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say um, the, our, our reception just dropped out a second or two, but that's all right. Come back, come back pretty quick. So, but there again, when you look okay. at those those points, it all comes back to the leadership, the people to be able to yeah. look for for customers and how to understand how 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 to manage their cash, uh, what the strategies are. It all comes back to the individuals and the leadership they display in in, in those certain right. aspects. So when you, when you look at the the leadership aspect. Um, like I've always said, and I've said this many times in the show, is that if you grow your people, you grow your business. Because the That's more right. the people are growing, the more capacity mm -hmm. they have to help you run your strategies and be and their input in your strategic thinking is also yes. strong, etc. So, and as well as manage help you manage your cash properly because they're growing yes. and they're understanding it all. Um, yes. So, what aspects do you find when you look at that? The most challenging you have. When you you, mm -hmm. you, you it, within a business when you're operating with clients, what's one of the most biggest challenges you find? Right, thank you, Ross. Yeah, I want to pick up from where you you started off, right? And it, that's really about people, mm. right? Leadership and about people, you know, making or helping our people to become the best that they can be. Um, and so many companies that I work with, that I speak to. And if you really uncover the kind of problems that they have, be it in strategy, in execution, or in finances, or in the way they deal with that customer, ultimately you can boil it down to a people issue, right? So as leaders, the fundamental thing or the challenge that I think um, that I face working with all these leaders is to help them to be more intentional. And I think leadership is really about being intentional about things, right? Not letting things happen by chance yeah. or not being pushed by circumstances, but how do you intentionally work towards a certain outcome that you want? And in that journey of intentionally moving towards 
an outcome that you want, what we need to do is to intentionally bring the people along, right? And that's where the challenge comes because that's where you get people who don't want to move along uh, <laughs> in an intentional way, yeah, right? Yeah. They, they, they have old habits, they have, they're used to things that they're familiar with, but maybe what they did worked 10 years or 20 years ago. I mean, some of the companies I work with, they're, old, and they're close to 100 years old. You can mm. imagine that. Some of them, second, third, fourth generation. Yeah, yeah. And you will have a group of people, you know, who are like, we have done this for the last 20 years. We've done this for the last 30 years. Why yeah. do we need to change? And, and it's worked up until now. That's what they'll say. Oh, it's been working. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's 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 the opposite of being intentional, right? That's yeah. almost like falling into old habits rather than being intentional about saying, yeah, but well, you know, we want to go somewhere else. Um, we are here now after 30 years, but we want to go somewhere else and it's not going to work anymore. So yeah. what do we need to do? What do we need to change? Right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's the leadership challenge. <laughs> it is. And it's not going to, actually, when you're saying that, because when they started off the business or whatever generation the family started off, they had intent. Right. They had the intention then because they wouldn't have started if they didn't have the intention. It wouldn't have grown anywhere. The trouble yes. is intent needs to... It's a bit like a, a, a sailing boat. You're not just going where the wind takes you. You can go, yes. you've got to go with the flow. You got to, but, but at the same time, you've got to attack and move, move either side to get the best use of the wind. That's the intent. How yeah. do I get from A to B with the intent? How do I sail with right. this wind and sometimes against the wind, but I'm still making progress? Yes. That's how yeah. I sort of see it. And, that, and But they get, because this work, it becomes this, the mind starts off growth mindset to it, then then starts to diminish to a fixed mindset because yes. you go you go into habits that work and you don't bother continually right. challenging yourself. You just go with that flow and just oh well, if this is easy, this is what worked. Little, you know, this is the magic elixir for yes. success. But you know, um, I spent last night talking to someone about the metaverse and mm -hmm. the new age of marketing and all that within that. Right. And, you know, <laughs> you've asked me five years ago what that was, then I wouldn't have known. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> and, and unless you embrace some of these things, you're going to yes. get left behind. That's the what you're saying. How do Absolutely. you keep intent there? That's right. I like the analogy that you use, you know, with the sailing, right? Mm -hmm. Because before you set sail, you 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 have a plan, right? You map yeah, right. out where you're going to go, right? But of course, you know that plan changes depending on the wind and the conditions, the tides. You know, but ultimately there is a intention, right? Intention the way you're heading, yeah, yeah. Correct, right? The intention and the execution kind of like interplays because you make tweaks along the way, but there was an intent, right, to do something in a certain way, yeah. right? And of course you adjust uh, along the way. And then that's where, like you brought up the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, right? People um, who are so used to su success in the past they tend to fall into that kind of a uh, uh, formula where they stop being intentional about change and intentional about moving forward. Yeah, and it's it, and that's right. And some of those issues, it, the, the intent was good, the strategy was fine, and you you become busy. And when yeah. you're busy, you don't stop and actually right. review your intentions. Right. You just keep right. going because. You, you, there again, the old adage: you're working in the business, not on it. In a sense, because yes. you're just in the in the game, and mm -hmm. then you get more people. You get busy. You put more people on, but 
you're still doing the process. You, you don't yes. step back and lead and let the yes. people do the process. You Quite often the businesses I see, they just can't get out of that process. That's right. Operational sense to really yes. look at the business and really get a feel for what they should be doing. Right, right. And that, that is why one of the things that, you know, we help companies uh, to work on is to create that discipline to have a strategic council, right? And yep. that strategic yep. council takes on a very different role when they meet. And that is to not talk about the day-to-day -day stuff in the business. Now, we all know that leaders are busy, right? And, yeah. and they are so sucked in into making things happen, fighting fires. But that whole point of being intentional is also to be intentionally strategic, right? And to hatch yeah. our human behavior, which, is, which tends to you know, go with the flow, um, especially when things are hard and tough, is to put in place systems for us to, that forces us to take a step back and look at things from a strategic point of view. Now, I had this going on with many companies before mm. COVID. Um, we have a three-month discipline where we meet for two days to just work on an aspect of the business that is on a strategic level. Um, but, you know, COVID disrupted this. And I find a lot of companies now, they have lost their rhythm. They've lost their intentionality because they're so used to fight a firefighting for two years, right? Yeah, I mean, two years yeah. is a long time. It's enough to totally build a whole different set of bad habits. Right? Yeah, and now yeah. when I try to get them back and say, hey, we need to get back on the rhythm. We need to look at things strategically. They will tell me, we know it's important, but we don't have time. Now, this was the very, very reason and the very, very uh, yeah. painful reason that that business was suffering before COVID. And that's why yeah. they brought me to help. But yeah. they've fallen back into that trap, yeah. right? Because- and then, you know, Yeah, I understand. Yeah, they've lost the intentionality. Yeah, because it, it's like anything. A habit can change if you're forced into it. You have no choice. So they become firefighting and get in the habit of the firefighting back, in, back into the micro of the business. Because that's yes. putting that bushfires every day. Not yes, stepping right. back and looking at the big picture. So, I, and I can, I can understand that. And it's 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 when you look at um, the generations that change as well. It's to me. I think one of the other issues is how how do the generations? Now, I'm sure you're involved in it when you're dealing with families. Is because you'd right. be the to me you're meeting the sandwich with. A younger one with a, more of a younger perspective, like I was talking about a second ago, a metaverse type right. perspectives and looking at changing the business to evolve and, uh, within the, the way the world's happening, <laughs> as having that at the same time having chats with granddad or grandma. Right. About, I right. mean, I, I'm just looking at that. I can imagine your challenge in there. There again, it's a people challenge, no question about it. But you're going across generations. Right. So, so what? What do you tend to look at there when you're trying to connect them together and get them to see the the one right. the one point or the one yeah. intent? Well, I, I noticed one one very interesting thing, right? Is that usually the younger uh, business uh, owners, right? Maybe mm -hmm. the younger family members, yeah. um, because they get the benefit of observing, you know, their parents or their grandparents, mm -hmm. and they they don't like the way their parents. <laughs> run the business because they are like so you know into the business they don't have time for anything and some of mm. these kids they, I mean some of these second or third generation leaders mm. they grew up right seeing their parents just too busy yeah. for anything else yeah and they're, they're, they're so we thinking, don't want this yeah. for our life right but that's right they were, yeah 
they yeah. they say we want to do it in a in a in a smarter way, but I would say in a more intentional way to be strategic, to be mm. on top of the business and not in the business. Mm. And that is where when they start to introduce some of these things that I work with them on, like having a rhythm, a routine for strategic thinking, then that's where it clashes with the older generation mm. views that these things are a waste of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yesterday, I was talking to a, a business owner who said that, yeah, I know these things are important, but my dad would tell me that you know, going down and talking to a customer is more important than strategy. Well, mm. I don't think it's one or the other. It's having a time for both, right? It's for both. Yes. routine. Yes. When yes. do you talk about strategy and when do you talk to your customers? It's not one or the other, right? You don't say that because I need to talk to my customers, I don't talk about strategy. Or you don't say, I don't. I talk about strategy and so I don't talk about my customers. It's being intentional. Like, mm. when do I talk to my customers and when do I talk to my my team about the strategy. So I think um, there is this misconception, if you may call it, mm. that you know strategy is a waste of time. Um, but yet at the same time, you know some of these generations they have that very different value system, right? Some of them say that we want to be more intentional, we want to do things very differently. But some of the parents or the older generation will say we have done it like this all the time. Don't give me the fluff. That's the favorite phrase they tell hey, me. Things like strategy, purpose right uh all these are fluff what really matters is being on the ground fixing the problem absolutely correct i mean they are totally correct but that's only one side of the coin the other coin yeah. is strategy right but yeah. but it's, it's totally missed out because you know they don't understand when to do what so it boils down again to being intentional about both yeah and it's, a, it's about bad balance it doesn't have to be 50 percent right. each but it but it's having correct. a balance in time and i talk yes. about this a lot too on the show is the about leaders' behaviors being balanced, right? Not right. having not having your strength being your worst enemy because it's too strong. And right. same same there, I guess they start off with the right intent strategically, then they get into the yeah. business, and that's what's creating the business and growing the business is by talking to those customers. So yeah. they think that's the most important thing. They forget right. about right. strategy and where they're heading because that that was at the beginning. Now they're, now they're into the into the game it gets lost so yes. i understand that can be a challenge but the same that like that's you've just got to be able to balance mm -hmm. that's balance right. what you're doing yeah and so to answer your question how do i being you know an outsider trying to bring this to the company you know mm -hmm. navigate and bring both generations you know yeah. uh, of different as aspects of the point of view in a company to a consensus is that I help them to see that, you know, actually um, we all start off with a common goal, which is the good of the company. I think that's something nobody can dispute. Yep. Right. And it's always good to start off with something that everybody agrees and agrees on strongly yeah. about. Right. Yeah. We all want the best for the company. Then I try to bring in this whole aspect of rhythm and habits because rhythm and habits, I tell these leaders, and that is something that everybody easily identifies because we can, we all have habits. Right? There's nobody on earth that doesn't have any habits, either good or bad. Yeah. Right? And I help them to see it from that point of view and say that as leaders, we set the habits for the company, for the leadership. Mm. Yeah. Right? And we need to have strategic habits. We need to have execution habits. We need to have people habits. We need to have cash habits. And I think when, when people see that, then they realize that, hey, this, this advisor or coach is not telling either party that they are wrong or right. They're just helping me to see that, hey, you know, this is how we string it together so that we can have the best of both worlds. 
I think that, that's very important to help them to start off seeing the common ground, which is we all want the best for the company. And maybe this is the way that we can combine both point of views. And that is to be very intentional to create a different set of habits. Yeah, and that's, and that's spot on there. And actually something just popped in my head when you're talking, it's, uh, I meant to say a bit before, is that mm -hmm. when you're, I mean, the old adage there is you got to, you got leaders got to walk their talk. And in some respects, some of the older, like, or just some of the people who just get into the, the operational side, have this right. mind, you've got to walk your talk. Well, the trouble is they're talking, are they walking too much without talking in the sense? <laughs> you've got to stop, right. stop and walk your talk. Right. You're not just walking, right? You've got to step yes. back, strategize, then go and do, right. then do. Right. stop, strategize, then do, stop, strategize, then do. So if you keep doing, yes, it's, it's just, it gets in the behind you in the distance and it's you starts to lose it. And you said a very good point because those different generations, particularly um, which, which which we have millions of here in, in Asia, mm -hmm. uh, um, it's, oh, it's now the words got it's gone out of my head. Now the different generations, it's all about conflict. Right. I, I do a lot of coaching and talk about the conflict and uh, when they have conflict with peers, etc is exactly what you're saying there. Just go back, focus on what we're both, what we're trying to do. What is the vision? Because in, right. in the end of the day, the intent, there is an intent there that to make the business work. Let's go back to that, then work our way back again to get them back on the same sort of track because it just goes off. It's, uh, it's like anything. You're on a parallel yeah. line with, with your, your grandfather. You're on a That's parallel right. line. Something changes. Right. You only got to, you only have a yeah. move by two degrees, and over time, that two degrees, the parallel line gets further and further away from each other because one's on <laughs> an angle. You know, yes. so you got to bring it back. Yes, make it parallel. Yeah. Right. 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 Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that would be that would be be an interesting par uh, you know example two parallel lines right yeah. and then straighten up. <laughs> yeah, I've, I often draw that when I've got got executives in a in a in a meeting and they're arguing. You mm -hmm. sort of get let's get back to this because they all they all say at the beginning, yep, we agree to do this. Something changes within their own department or whatever business unit, and they make an adjustment, and it just puts the the one intent off by two degrees or three degrees, which is only minor, hardly noticeable. Mm. But over time, it gets further and further away. It's, yeah. Unless right. you yeah. readjust, get back. Two degrees make a yeah. huge difference. Oh, man, it does over, over time, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, look, look, so what, what's your last um, comment on, on scaling up? If people listening about scaling up the business, what do you think? Uh, or what do you think is probably the first thing they should be doing if they're, they're looking at, they're suddenly realising, gee, man, I haven't looked at this for a long time. I've just, I've been in the business. What's the one thing they should start to do first? Right. The well, intent, I, think, I, guess. Yeah. I think the the whole point of uh, what we have talked about, about leadership and being intentional, yep. is to ask ourselves, you know, do we have a scaling up team? Right. I always ask my clients when I work with them, I said, you have got an executive team, you've got a leadership team, you've got a management team, management community, com uh, committee, whatever. But do you have a scaling up team? And, and what's the difference between a scaling up team and a leadership team or executive team is that these people have a scaling up mindset. 
right? Yeah, they yeah. are people who are willing to think differently. They're willing to put in a different way of doing things into the company because we all know that, you know, you want to do the same things and expect a different result. That's yeah. insanity. Right? Yeah, so yeah. if you really want to scale your business, you need to have a group of people who are willing. Maybe they don't have all the answers. Maybe they don't know how, but they're willing to learn and try, right? Learn yeah. and experiment yeah. Yeah. and learn and build. That's actually the more important word. And these are people who have a different, you know, or I would say a willingness to be different from what they've been doing in the past. Because a lot of companies, they have got executive teams. And in fact, one Taiwanese businessman was telling me, he said the biggest problem that he has seen in, in many of these Taiwanese companies, they never grow beyond a certain size is because yeah, the leadership team are the same guys who have took it to that level and feel that there's nothing more that they can do. Right. Mm. So, so I asked him, I said, you have a leadership team. That's great. But do you have a scaling up team, a group of people who are prepared to be intentionally different, to be mm. intentionally learning and applying and doing something different? Not that it's easier, not that it's tougher. That's not the right question because whatever you do, whether you stay where you are or just to survive or you scale the business, both are equally tough. Both requires equal amount of hard work. Mm. But it is just a very different way of thinking and looking at the business. And that's the number one challenge I always ask companies. Said, Before you even talk about this, I know you want to scale. There's no business in the world who tells me they don't want to scale. Mm. But the number one question you want to ask yourself is, are your people willing to think scaling up? Because that's that right. requires an entirely different and intentional way of thinking and acting in the company. Yeah, I agree with that. So that, that again, comes back to that leadership because to yes. me, it's an important part because you're leading the business is you're preparing for the future and we all want to be preparing for the future. Yes. And I've never, I agree with you. I've never had anyone say, I want to, I want to prepare for a, for a, for a not so heading rosy down. future <laughs> heading downwards. Well, you might as, well just, right. might as well just shut the door and go home and don't come back. That's might as well do it now. Why would you go through the pain of another four years of shrinking? So, right. But anyway, look, on that note, um, thank you, Jeremy, for being a guest on today's show. And thanks, thank people out there listening on Soul Inspired Leadership's podcast. And today we have Jeremy Han, who operates Scaling Up uh, Strategies and Advice through, well, through Asia, probably globally, Jeremy, but I know you do a lot of work through Asia. And, yes. um, and so thank you for coming on and thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Ross. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the questions. It stimulates some thinking points for me as well. And that might be one of my videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Good. So every time I talk to you, you stimulate my thinking. And, you know, I get a couple of new insights or new ways of looking at things. So well, thank th you. Thanks, Jeremy, because I do. That's what I do as a coach is trying to stimulate the thinking of different executives awesome. and to, to help move people forward. So thanks once again. Thank you.